Good dad day, everybody. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night, depending on what time you are listening to this. This is the third episode of Dad Talk, and I guess today we'll call it Shooting from the Hip. Um, normally, I have something uh, typed up and written out so that as we progress through the episode, I'm not reaching for ideas on what to talk about. But today I figured we would shoot from the hip, and I do have a couple of ideas as far as what we're going to talk about, <clears throat> and so I hope uh, today's episode is a little more uh, off the cuff, a little more light, fun. Uh, the first two were a little heavy at the beginning, um, and we're going to have some of those episodes of uh, deep conversation and, and understanding and things like that, but... Uh, Today I just wanted to do something a little light. It might be a little bit shorter than usual, uh, but let's have fun with it. Um, Today we're going to talk about uh, 30 things that all dads should be good at. Um, We're going to talk about some dad tech, some things that a lot of dads will like. We're going to do a little review and comparison between the um, Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 which I currently use, which is an absolutely beautiful monster beast of a phone. And I guess it's not necessarily its direct competitor, but I would say a competitor with it, which would be the iPhone 14 and, uh, sorry, the 14 Pro and the 14 Pro Max. Um, so first, like always, let's get into the dad stuff. Let's start talking about 30 things that all good dads should know how to do. Um, Dads are just like Navy SEALs. Tough, rugged, putting in the hours. They're just a little more open to cuddling. (laughs) Um, I know both of my girls loved rolling up in as close as they could get to my body because I'm just a little heater uh, as they are. And... Over the course of an entire night, we would both be sweating. (laughs) But, um, you know, it's those times, it's those things that I really love about being a dad is being able to connect with them, that feeling of closeness and things like that. I I like the fact that they like to cuddle. Um, But let's get started on that list. So number one is, as a dad, you need to be able to lie like a spy. Okay, And I'm not talking about real crazy, hardcore lying, things that are going to get people upset. What I am talking about is things like Santa Claus. (laughs) Things like, oh, hey, uh, you know, the dog went to go live on a farm. Or um, what we call road trip math. (laughs) So when you're talking to your kids or you're talking to your wife or you're talking to all of them and you say, oh, yeah, 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 we'll be there in a few minutes. Don't worry about it. It's It's not that far. It's about 20 minutes away. All dads know that 20 minutes is and will cover you for up to two and a half hours of driving. Now, you need to be convincing. As a father, you need to be convincing of these lies. Okay, So if your kid brings you a picture that they drew in school, it is the best picture that you have ever seen. It is the best drawing of whatever it is they drew that you have ever seen. Even if you look at it and you are starting to wonder if you should get them tested, It is still the best drawing that you have ever seen. So that's what I'm talking about when I say you need to lie like a spy. 
Number two, you need to be able to easily lift and carry at least 58 pounds of sleeping child. I know from experience up to about eight years old, um, I have carried an eight-year-old over my shoulder while they were sleeping, and you just need to be able to do it. Um, at the time, I believe I was living in um, San Francisco, and if you know the distance between uh, Ghirardelli Square and Pier 39, I carried, uh, I believe he was eight or nine at the time, a uh, little boy who was knocked out, carried him all the way back to the apartment, and you know what? I just sucked it up and did it, because you're a dad and you got to do what you got to do. So you need to be able to carry at least 58 pounds of sleeping child. Number three, you need to provide reassuring monster security. Whether that means lying like a spy about the cameras that you have in the closet and under the bed to make sure that no monsters sneak in, to making sure that you have a monster-proof bedroom, to making sure that you have the monster-proof blankets, you need to provide reassuring monster security. You need to be able to teach a kid to ride a bike. Now, if you yourself don't know how to ride a bike, lie. You've known how to ride a bike. You've had to ride a bike up and down hill. You've had to ride a bike up a mountain. You've had to ride a bike across the state. Whatever it is, you already know how to do it, and you need to teach it to your children. This next one's a little tough. It's tough for me. Uh, you need to be able to discipline without losing your temper. Most of the time, if I'm disciplining, I am giving instruction on how to do something or how not to do something. Now, if in my head, if I have given you instruction on how to do something or how not to do something, then you should know not to do it that way or that this is the way that you do it, this is the way that is done correctly, and this is the most efficient way to do it. However, kids, as we understand, because we were once kids, tend to craminate and regurgitate, right? So everything goes in and comes right back out. No freaking out on the kids. Are you freaking kidding me with that behavior? No, it doesn't work that way. And when I say freaking, you know what word I'm actually using. But we as dads have to rise above that. We need to put ourselves on the right track so that we can put our kids on the right track. And we need to simmer before we educate. Sometimes we're or, uh, sorry, we are required to improvise a bedtime story. The bedtime story should always involve a prince, a princess, a kitten, a puppy, have a beginning, middle, and end, have some kind of moral ground that the main character is standing on. Now, for me, I like it to be a little more military-based. So there is a female pilot, a male pilot, or a female corpsman or a male corpsman who has done some kind of amazing thing like lift a Humvee over their head and throwing it through a wall. Whatever the case may be, you should be able to improvise a fantastic story for your kids. Um, <laughs> you will and need to know how to 
experience temporary deafness. What I'm talking about is when a kid is standing next to you, one of your children is walking up by you, and it's dad, dad, daddy, dad. Hey, dad, dad, dad. Hey, hey, dad. <laughs> you need to be able to just basically turn your ears off for a little while. I know that uh, my one-year-old, when she gets put in the car, she does not like her car seat, and I, for the life of me, cannot figure out how to get her to chill out in that car seat. And she will literally scream until my ears are bleeding. And I have had to try my hardest every once in a while to tune her out. And as a parent, you can understand the difference between a scream because they're just upset about being in a car and a scream because something is actually wrong. So temporary deafness, check. Untie a knot on anything. A shoe, headphones, uh, sweatpants, a sweater that the kids tied the knot on for the hood, anything. Unstick a stuck zipper, fix a button. Whatever it is, you need to figure out how to do it. You need to be able to tell a dad joke. There are a billion dad jokes, okay? There's so many you, you can't even... There's a lot. Be able to tell one really good one, okay? Like the following. Why is it a bad idea for you to iron your four-leaf clover? Because you shouldn't press your luck. <laughs> that is the daddest of dad jokes. All right, have a game plan to replace a lost or favorite toy. Now... I do and do not agree with this. You should be able to, if a kid loses a toy, breaks a toy, you know, forgets where it is, whatever the case may be, you should take your time looking for it unless it's one of those toys that you accidentally lost because it's the most annoying toy your kid has. But I would not necessarily say run out and replace the toy, okay? We all know kids have about a billion things that they play with. And after about three days, they're probably going to forget about the one they lost. Be strong even when you don't necessarily feel like it. Your kids are going to ask, can you lift this up? What would you do if this fell on you? What would you do if that fell on you? And I got one the other day that was just off the charts strange. The question was, what would you do if mom was hanging off the side of a cliff and I was hanging off the side of the cliff? And inevitably... According to the child, somebody is going to go down. But as a dad, you know, you save both. Well, how do you save both? How are you going to do that if you only have one rope? You have to come up with a plan. And it has to be on the fly, and it has to sound good, and it has to sound true. Throw a ball that's catchable and be able to teach somebody how to throw it back. Easy. Prioritize family over work. Some of us struggle with this. Work is important. I get it. Making money is important. I get it. Making enough money to survive, especially today, that's a tough one. But also understanding that if you're out making all this money and spending all your time away from your family, is there really a reason, or not necessarily a reason, but is there really any replacement for the time that you missed? Money can buy a lot of things but it can't buy you time. I 
am still learning. Number 14 is a big one. Realize mom needs breaks. Although we are not mind readers, sometimes we have to become them. So turn on that intuitive side of yourself every once in a while and take a look at your partner. Parenting is a two-person task, guaranteed. And sometimes mom needs to tag out. So take a look, see what's going on. If you sense some frustration, give her a break. Tell her to go take a bath. Tell her to go hang out with her friends. Go get a drink. Stay out past 10. Whatever it is, let them do it. Master the art of a small bribe. Small. When I say small, I'm not saying, hey, look, if you do this, I'll give you an entire chocolate bar. It's like, hey, if you do this, I'll give you a Hershey kiss. Or, hey, if you do this, I'll give you a quarter. We all know kids have no idea how much a quarter is. But when they see that giant, shiny, circular object, they think they just won the lottery. Start with a quarter. As they get older, they're going to understand the value of money. And that's when the bribes get a little more interesting, I guess. But for the time being, when they're little, use quarters and dollars. Be able to change a diaper. Easy. Done. If you have kids, you should already be able to do that. If you're gagging or whatever on the baby poop, suck it up. Hey, it's not that big a deal. You should also be able to, on that sense, multitask, you know, changing a diaper and keeping them on the bed and keeping them distracted and whatever else you want to call it. You should be able to do all of these things in one. You should be able to locate the North Star. And just in case you're wondering which one that is, it's the shiniest one in the sky. Understand common core math. This one cracks me up because math has freaking changed over the years. And in ways that I just don't get anymore. Instead of them just teaching you that there's one way to do 2 plus 2, now there's 50 ways to do 2 plus 2. And all 50 ways are right. And all 50 ways are on a test. And all 50 ways should be utilized all the time. It makes no sense. But don't use the whole back in my day speech when you're trying to do math. Just listen to what it is that they're trying to learn and see if you can't explain it to them the best way you know how. Number 19, we have probably all gone through this. If you're a parent and considering the fact we just got through the holidays, you've probably gone through this. You need to be able to assemble complicated birthday, Christmas, or other holiday toys. This includes just getting the stupid thing out of the package, which in and of itself can be a crazy amount of effort. You know, there's these little plastic twisty things now on the bottom of the toy that you have to undo, plus what seems like the strongest scotch tape in the entire world. The scotch tape that I use when I'm taping a piece of paper or putting something up on the wall, it seems to just fall apart at the touch of your fingers. But the stuff that's on this packaging... I, I need to know where they get this stuff because I need it. It is the strongest freaking tape I've ever seen in my life. All right. 
as a dad, you need to be an expert on all dinosaurs. You need to know the difference between a Spinosaurus, a Stegosaurus, a Tyrannosaurus. You need to know what a Brontosaurus used to eat. Uh, you need to know what a Triceratops has or why he has that big shield around his head with the three horns. You need to just be able to spout off the dinosaur facts. Okay. This next one is a tough one as well. Being a pro at pet grief counseling. I love dogs. I've grown up with dogs. I've had dogs. I love them. Kids get extreme, especially little kids, get extremely attached to animals. So when a dog, a hamster, a goldfish, a cat, which I would never suggest getting a cat because they're absolutely terrible. Um, if they ever die, you need to be able to break the news to your kid in a way that helps them move past and let them know. Don't, I don't know. I guess it, it, it's just an age thing. Some of them need to know the dog went to go live on a farm. Some of them need to know that the dog actually died and is never coming back. And there is no farm. Use your best judgment on that. But you need to learn to be a pro. You also need to learn to keep a secret. There are things that your kids would tell you that you should not tell mom. I have a vault that all those secrets go into. And here's the funny thing. I have become a professional at child blackmail. <laughs> if I do something that the kids catch me doing, I say, hey, you remember that one time you did that thing? I never told your mom about that. Think about that. Okay? Don't tell mom what you saw here, and I still won't tell her about that other thing. You need to be able to say, I'm sorry. We are not perfect. We do not even though we try to portray this, we do not know everything. And sometimes admitting your mistakes and asking for forgiveness needs to be second nature for a father. All these little tiny eyes are watching you, and if they're watching you, sometimes you need to swallow that humble pie and just move on. Be a good listener. We talked about this in the last episode, the nail in the head idea especially little girls, it's not necessarily about solving the problem. Let them figure it out on their own. Just be able to sit there and listen to what they have to say. If they ask for your advice, give them your honest advice about whatever it is they're going through, but do not push your ideas on them before they've asked for it. You need to be able to pack a car for a road trip. Now, I am a professional at packing a car. Okay, I've been hired. I have done contract work for packing cars, and I can I owe this to working with my stepdad uh, and his trucking business, um, and also when I was in high school, my best friend and I used to load the um, bobtail truck that we had, or I guess people would call it a box truck. We would load it with all the equipment and drum stuff and music, or sorry, instruments and uniforms and everything. And it was like fit and puzzle pieces. Over time, we learned how to do that. And it has turned into and morphed into me being able to pack a car without an issue. So be a pro at packing a car. Be a professional Wi-Fi fixer. That does not mean just hitting the reset button. That means understanding that some things do better when the Ethernet cable is directly plugged in. That means understanding that sometimes you need an additional access point somewhere in the house. 
That means that maybe you need a Wi-Fi booster somewhere in the house. Um, whatever it is, you need to be a professional at it. AT&T has this really cool thing. It's like a AT&T Home where you can actually go in and see who's logged in, how long they've been on, how strong the signal is. You can boost the signal for certain um, pieces of equipment. So if you got one kid on a excuse me gaming <coughs> excuse me gaming laptop and one kid doing their homework, of course you got to boost the gaming laptop. I mean, come on, that's just the right thing to do. Um, but understanding how to work these things, even through apps and things like that, Google Home, whatever the case is, you got to be the IT guy for the family. Always have the right batteries. I legitimately have a bag of AAAs, AA's, uh, D batteries, 9 volts, and those little flat ones that nobody knows what they are. I have a couple of those too. Be able to build an epic sandcastle. In Texas, that's not necessarily a thing that we do. I mean, we did it last summer, but... Coming from California, I know how to build a sandcastle. you got to practice. Okay? That's why they have things like Connect Sand. Be willing for playtime prop play. That means if it's your little girl and she wants to have a tea party or she wants to fight a dragon, be able to build a shield and a sword or a crown or a spaceship out of a cardboard box and some... Uh, Remember, there's a difference between ducting tape and duct tape. Ducting tape is that silver tape that you use. Uh, it's metal. It's like aluminum sticky tape. That makes an amazing sword wrapped around some cardboard. Okay? I know. Be, be willing to do these fun playtime things because when they get older, they're just going to want you to leave them the hell alone. <laughs> and last but not least, and probably the most important one on here, Make a child feel safe. If you're around, your kids should not be afraid of anything. They shouldn't be afraid of monsters. They shouldn't be afraid of the dark. They shouldn't be afraid of the thunder, the lightning, the rain, the wind. You should be able to reassure them that everything is going to be fine. If the power goes out, it's all right. I have a flashlight and candles and everything else under the sun. You are that rock. And again, we talked about this last week. That's a role that you should take on proudly. Now, all those 30 things that all good dads should know, great, beautiful, we love them. That was a fun little trip down do and don't. But let's get into the stuff that I really want to talk about, the things that I really love, and this is the techie stuff. Now, these things that we're about to talk about, these are more dad-applicable tech ideas or tech objects, tech accessories. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm still fighting off that cold, but they're still fun. They're still cool things to play with. So first on the list, this thing called a TP-Link smart Wi-Fi plug. Now, this is a plug that you stick into the wall. You plug, say, your printer or your speaker or your Xbox or a light or a charger into it, and you have Wi-Fi capable applications that you can turn them on with. You can use Google Assistant or Alexa or the Apple HomeKit and turn them all on or off remotely. 
which is beautiful. I love that idea, especially with kids that have no idea how to turn off lights. You know the lights are on. You just say, hey, Google, turn off my lights. It's a beautiful thing. Next on the list, we have a Belkin Boost charging pad. This is 10 watts of charging power, which is not terrible. 10 watts, watts is, is fair enough. But let me tell you, a charging pad is way better than having to plug your phone in. If you have little kids around, you know how much they love grabbing those plugs and swinging the phone around like it's a ball and chain. The less time your phone spends plugged into a physical charger and the more time it spends on a charging pad, let me tell you, it will last so much longer. I also have a really cool charging pad that I recently purchased from Amazon, and it is the, um, it's actually a three-in-one fast charging stand, so it will charge my phone, it'll charge my uh, Galaxy watch, and it will charge my Galaxy earbuds, and it will charge them all at the same time, and it's fantastic. Uh, next on the list, we have a Tile Pro Bluetooth tracker. I have two of these. I have one on my keys, and I have one in my wallet. The one on my keys I have used every once in a while, but my keys hang from a hook by the door, so I don't generally lose them. But the wallet one, ooh, I can tell you that I have had to use that multiple times, and these tile trackers are beautiful. You can just hit a little button, and it plays a tune, so you can just track it down. It's not a matter of looking at a map and saying, okay, it's in your house somewhere. Great. Okay, fantastic. I knew it was in my house. I want to know where in my house it is. These little tile trackers will play tunes until you get there. Uh, next up, we have the Nest Mini from Google. I have a Google Hub, and I would like to hook the house up with, um, you know, Googled, Google-connected lights, uh, Google-connected AC, um, everything. Uh, Google door lock. I, I want to do it all. I think... I know everybody's like, oh, Google's watching you. Okay, fine. I, I don't care if they're watching my house, my, my door locks. I don't care if they're watching my lights. All right? <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. I'm not doing anything that needs to be hidden. This is extremely convenient, especially when you have kids, because you can, again, just tell Google to do whatever you want it to do, and it's done. You don't have to worry about the kids not turning something on or off. A mini portable Bluetooth speaker. Now, you can go for something a little more expensive like the Sony mini, mini uh, portable Bluetooth speaker or the Bose. Really, any portable speaker is great. Take it outside when you're barbecuing. If you have a pool, take it outside of the pool unless you have outdoor speakers, which I would love to get. This little thing is going to be fantastic for all that music that you want to play when you're outside and you don't have to just listen through your phone. Highly, highly recommend. Um, the Ember Cup, which I like this idea. It keeps your drink warm for up to an hour and a half. I really like this idea because, funny enough, I'm sitting here with my Second Amendment uh, coffee mug in my hand, and the coffee inside is already cold. I hate drinking cold coffee unless I am specifically ordering it. Otherwise, it should be scalding hot. And the Ember Cup will keep it at a comfortably warm temperature for you to drink up to an hour and a half. And 
last but not least, some sort of video doorbell alerting camera ringing something or other. The one that I've been told to get um, was Ring, but there are other bl uh, brands out there like Blink. I know Blink has a um, cell or sorry a doorbell camera. Um, so does Vivent, I believe, which is an actual company that does security monitoring. But highly suggest getting this, especially if you have older kids that are home when you're not. They come home from school, you need to make sure they're okay, safe in the house, that they've locked the door and everything's good to go. Had an incident this last weekend where our older daughter opened the door at, it had to have been 8.30 or 9 o'clock while we were not home, to a complete and total stranger. Now, granted, this person came from an actual store and was not a predator or anything like that, thank God, but this would have been the time when I could have opened up the camera and said, hey, don't open the door, or, you know, how can I help you without her having to open the door? Um, I know I said last but not least, but I want to add one more on here, and it doesn't need to be this particular brand, but any type of portable power bank. I have a really, 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 really large one. I believe it's something like 24,000 milliamp hours of power, and you can plug in a normal... Um, like a normal two-prong or three-prong plug into the actual unit and power it that way. Um, these things come in handy. If you can't afford or don't want to buy the big one, the smaller ones, you can buy, you know, up to, I think, like five or 10,000 milliamp hours of battery in a small pack, and it's like 30 to $40. Again, highly recommend especially if you're out in town or you're doing something on vacation, throw it in a backpack, throw a couple of charging cables in there, and you don't have to worry about kids, wife, yourself freaking out because your phone's about to die. It's just always there. It's always ready to go. And I myself don't really care for uh, charging cases that go on phones. I feel like they're too big. They're too bulky. So I always carry at least one power bank with me at all times um so that's it for the list on the tech side uh, i thought this episode was not going to be this long uh it's starting to turn out to be a little bit longer than i thought so i'm just quickly going to give my review of the uh, samsung galaxy z fold 3 now i understand that the z fold 4 is already out but aside from a few millimeters in size for the external screen and a few millimeters in size for the hinge and the internal screen there's really not a huge difference they both operate about the same I think the cameras might be a little bit different um, and for anybody that's like oh I'm gonna turn it off now because I'm an Apple user like I get it okay but do me a favor listen to what I'm about to say and make your decision afterward most of us don't just use our phone for social media. Most of us don't use, just use our phone for, um, you know, making phone calls now or texting, right? We use it for everything. I use it for my work scheduling, my calendar. I use it for my notes. I use it for everything. So because of that, I need a phone that does all those things. The Z Fold 3 does it all. 
It has an external monitor, or sorry, monitor, an external display. I believe it's 6.2 inches. I know that seems small, but think about this. When you are using your phone, nine times out of 10, you're using it with one hand. And because of that new swipe to text feature that all phones have, using this phone with one hand has just become the easiest thing in the whole entire world because its dimensions on the front screen are small enough for me to hold comfortably in one hand and swipe to text. <coughs> I apologize for the coughs. The internal display is a beautiful 7.6 inches, huge, huge, huge display. Now, both of these, these displays, both of them, are 120 hertz adaptive refresh rate. Before the 14, or maybe the 13, Apple only gave out 60 hertz adaptive refresh rate, meaning your display was not as bright, it was not as fast. You could maybe catch a few of the pixels in there. This, you get none of that. All right. And with the main display being 7.6 inches, almost the size of a normal tablet or a Mac, uh, sorry, uh, Apple iPad mini, you just, you can't get any better than that. It has an AMOLED two times infinity flex display on the inside. Yes, there's a little bit of a crease. The more you use the phone, you don't even really realize it's there. It's It just kind of blends in, and it's really not a problem. Now, not just the display, but the accessory that comes or that you can purchase with this phone is the S Pen Fold Edition. This allows you to do things like Air Command, Air View, live messaging. It allows you to take notes directly on the phone, handwritten notes. For those of us that have gone through and have had to write notes for school or learn shorthand or whatever, you know the value of being able to write something down easily and quickly. This does that. You can even write a text and it will translate it over into sendable SMS messages and you don't ever have to type again. You can air doodle, you can color you can magnify something, write on a calendar, whatever it is that you want to do, you can do with this S Pen. The front camera is a 10 megapixel selfie camera. Perfect size for whatever selfie you want to take. The internal display camera, now this one's a little different. It's only 4 megapixels and it's hidden underneath um, like this camouflage of pixels. It's not great but it serves its purpose. It's designed for things like video calling or, um, I don't know. I mean, I basically just use it for video calling, the internal one. The external one you can use for anything. And then it's three cameras on the back. You have a 12-megapixel ultra-wide camera, a 12-megapixel wide-angle camera, and a 12-megapixel telephoto camera. All of these turn out beautiful pictures. They're coded in this very nice Gorilla Glass DX, two times optical zoom, up to ten times digital zoom, high definition recording, and it has a really cool feature. The camera has a really cool feature where it does best photo, so it will show a small dot in the middle of the screen, and as long as you line up your camera or aperture with that particular dot, 
it gives you a beautiful picture. It doesn't matter if it's a portrait or a video or panorama, nighttime, doesn't matter. It, it's fantastic. The camera modes, also awesome. You have a food mode. Hey, I've ne I hadn't seen that before this one. A food mode. You have a nighttime mode, which I have seen, but this actually does turn out true to life, true color photos. You have super slow-mo, slow-mo, hyperlapse, director's view, capture view. I mean, all of these things. If you're into taking pictures, this is a picture phone. Now, let's move into what we all really want to know. Okay, what is its battery like? It's not the best. It's 4,400 milliamp hours of battery. It's a dual battery. Typically will last me about a day. Okay. If it's heavy use, I might have to, have to plug it in for a couple of seconds or throw it on the charging pad for a couple of seconds, but it has something called super fast charging. So if I have a, uh, a very particular charging block, um, it will actually charge my phone from 0 to 50 in about 5 minutes. And let me tell you, that comes in handy. If you've never heard of it before, there's a charging block. It's called GAN, Technology Solutions Charging Block. It's a different type of material that's used inside the charger. Uh, I believe it's gallium nitride. I don't know what that is. Whatever it is, it makes my phone charge really fast. Um, if we're doing wireless charging, however, it only charges at 10 watts. So it will take a little bit longer, but still pretty good. Uh, Bluetooth has the new 5.1 Bluetooth. It has a USB-C type connection. There's no um, headphone jack, but if you do have the adapter for the USB-C and the auxiliary jack for the headphones, you can still use your headphones if you want. Most of us use, you know, Buds or Bluetooth. Uh, it comes out of the box with 12 gigs of RAM. Mine has 512 gigs of internal storage, so I have the little bit higher uh, internal storage. It does not allow you to expand storage, but with things like Google Photos, um, cloud storage, stuff like that, I have an external terabyte uh, hard drive that I download pictures onto, um, so 512 gigs is perfectly fine for me. And that 12 gigs of RAM is actually faster than one of my work laptops which is absolutely crazy. Um, it runs right now Android 13, I believe. Um, audio is beautiful. Video is beautiful. It has an IPX8 water resistance. Um, so things like, you know, some a little bit of rain, uh, moisture from shower, if you like to listen to the phone, uh, you know, while you're in the shower. Um, it, it really holds good. It, it really holds its value very well. Um, and last but not least, I'm trying to get into the chipset here. Sorry, I'm actually looking through, um, a spec sheet just to make sure that I have all of my information correct. I believe it's running the first gen Snapdragon chipset. I'll have to double check that and I will clarify on the next posting. Um, but... It's fast. Okay? The phone is super fast. It can multitask. Most of the time when I'm working on it, I have my calendar pulled up. I have 
Google Sheets pulled up and I have uh, probably my personal email pulled up and I can do all three things on the phone all at once, it's it's a multitasker's dream and it really worked out for me, especially for working. Uh, if you have any questions about it, you can email me. Um, I believe it's going to be in the description. Uh, if not this description, it was in the last episode. That's going to be it for us tonight. I know this episode ran a little bit longer than usual, but I hope you got something out of it. I hope that talking about these phones was fun. The tech was fun. Um, I hope the you know, 30 things all dad should know was a good thing. And you know, when we talked about the tech, I think you know, these could be birthday presents, Father's Day gifts, Christmas presents. If you have anything, again, that you'd like me to review, let me know.